This episode of the Beer Brawl is presented with no commercial interruption by simplybeer.com. Every day, baby, when the sun go down, I get with my friends and I begin to clown. I don't care what the people are thinking. I ain't drunk. I'm just drinking. But you're so high. Oh, man, you know I ain't high. But you're so high. I just take a little bit every now and then. But you're so high. Oh, man, you ought to be shaking yourself. Oh, come on now. Now y'all be like. All right, welcome to another Beer Brawl. This is Peter Kennedy of Simply Beer. And tonight we're on the road again, making our second trip out to Booton. Two guys from the liquor outlet who have generously brought some of their stash of beer with them. And so tonight we're going to be doing some obscure lagers. So with us tonight we have Kevin and Mike from the uh, liquor outlet. And Mark Jackson returning from Germany. So with us back again. And Corey, of course, making sure we sound good. I have to play... Ed McMahon to your Peter Kennedy. How obscure are they, Peter? <laughs> I don't know, Kevin. Tell us how obscure they are. <laughs> well, they're pretty obscure. Um, Some of them, I think, are, are new releases, right? Like the Harpoon I, and, and the Mybach or the Rybach. I tried to pick ones that just were a lot different from what you normally expect from a lager of pills. Um, some of them are pretty new. Some of them are old standbys. You know, we've had this, this Rogue has been with us for, I don't know how many years. And the Santa Claus has been around forever. That's probably goes back 50, 60 years at least, right? Right. Although they haven't been bottling it for 10 years before 2007. But uh, anyways, let's get the run down of the beer tonight. We'll start off with the uh, Harpoon, Big Bohemian Pills, the uh, Rogue Morimoto Imperial Pills, then the uh, rock art Hellsbach. I can only imagine what that one's going to be like. That sounds, that sounds scary. <laughs> and then we have uh, from Left Hand Brewery, we have the uh, Rybach Lager. And then we have the Pincus Ubelat, Ubelate. My German's a little rusty. <laughs> my, I was only there for two weeks. And I didn't come across the word while I was there. All right, there. so I came I, I'm sure somebody will correct me at some point, but we're going to call it Uvalat for now. Yeah. <laughs> and then we had the Santa Claus Helis um, to finish up the night, which is a huge beer. So uh, we'll start off with uh, a new release from Harpoon. This one they just released, um, I think it was July 5th or June 5th. It was very recent. I think it was July. July 5th. Um, this is their Imperial Pilsner. Comes in at 9% alcohol. I'll let Mark talk about the uh, uh, bottle here. I love the name. Was it, was it, what was it? Hobbs? Was Thomas Hobbs? The, the Leviathan? Actually, it's a pretty decent aroma right out of the bottle. This is one of those beers I wish they would put in it. 22 ounce bottle. What do you yeah, mean? it it seems. I mean, but it's a, it's a big beer, but still, it, I guess it comes in a four pack. Yeah, they got a whole they have a whole series of Leviathan. Well, it's the, got uh, a nose from all the way over here, doesn't it? It does. You don't have for, to hold for, that Pils here. for Pilsner. It's it's very <laughs> you fragrant. You can smell it from across the room. That's a hell of a thing. Ah, <laughs> to our 22nd beer brawl. Indeed. <laughs> 22nd one. Yeah, we're going by pretty quickly. Oh we'll be uh, to uh, half a year pretty soon. Yeah. It, it has a strong aroma, but there's nothing that really is it takes quite standing it's, out in the aroma. It's, it's a nostalgic kind of a beer smell. It reminds me of beer when I was in college. 
it's it's it has a refreshing smell. It's it's slightly citrus, but uh, it nothing really stands out as as a dominant aroma. Though it 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 is strong. It's kind of hard to describe, but uh, you know it's a it's a nice clear beer, mm. really uh, straw colored. You know we're drinking out of the wrong glasses for this one, but still <laughs> the head's pretty pretty decent on it. If we poured in a pilsner glass, I imagine we would get a substantial head on this one. I think it tastes pretty out. good. That's that's a hell of an interesting pilsner, I'll tell you. It's much more head, citrusy right? on the tongue than it, it is on the I nose. I chew the top all the time. <laughs> it is. It's uh, it's very citrusy. Yeah. Um, we, we, you know, I don't know if they used uh, American hops. No, they use uh, Czech hops. You know, they stuck to uh, traditional pilsner malts and... and what would you expect for, for hops? Although they probably did use a lot of them because it comes in at 75 IBUs and the uh, Shazaz hops are, are really not that acidic. So I got to tell know, you, I like this beer. I love it. I love this I'm beer I'm very too. happy with this. This is, yeah. it's the highest uh, percent Pilsner I've ever had. And I'll tell you, it doesn't taste like it at all. It doesn't taste like a Pilsner. No, it doesn't. It doesn't have the spice that I'm kind of, well, maybe it does. There's a little bit of a spice to it. I was expecting more of a traditional Pilsner spice, but uh, it's kind of almost like lemony, or lemongrass. I guess that's more mm -hmm. what I'm, I'm yeah, getting yeah, than yeah. Um, necessarily like an orange or, or something like that. But ah. it's quite refreshing. Yeah, it's really nice. It's good. It's it's. I think you know we talked last week. We did a couple Allagash beers last week, <clears throat> and uh, the Victoria Ale, which is I think 11 percent. Mm -hmm. You can't even taste the alcohol. It's a dangerous beer to drink. This this same, <laughs> this is the same thing. Just, this is just the same, like yeah, that. definitely the same. It's, you can't tell that there's, you know, nine percent alcohol in this beer. But it definitely has that almost uh, IPA sort of sock at the end that I don't really associate with the pilsners, at least the ones that we've drank at the beer brawls. This is a pretty full body tasting pilsner. Yeah, huh? it is full body. I'm not getting necessarily that punch. It does have a very strong hop presence. In the beer, that's what I was going to say. But um, you know, word, that, word that came to my mind was <laughs> melodious for some reason. But, but that's not a bad way of describing it because everything seems to work in concert uh, with each other to to you know make make a whole. I think it's nicely done. There was definitely a lot of thought went into in this beer. I wonder how many batches they went through before they landed at something like this. I don't know. It's it's I, pretty substantial. It kind of reminds me of Victory, the Prima Pills, but that has a lot of hops. Like the hops in that are like. I found the Prima Pils to be a thinner mouthfeel, more in mm -hmm. the lines of a traditional Pilsner, mm -hmm. which it is. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. it's it's five percent alcohol or whatever. Um, where this is has a much bigger mouthfeel. Yeah, it's it's strong, very malty, very hoppy, very deceiving. Yeah, I mean <laughs> to cover up that much alcohol with such a a light beer. Mm. It's it a, a a kind of um, dryness to it that I find appealing too. It should. Mm. Yeah. As a Pilsner, it should be a dry beer. And should should make you want to take another sip, you know. It's yeah. just I'm having a hard time not taking another sip. Yeah. yeah. Now that I haven't had a sip for a couple of seconds, I can still taste the bitterness that, that and, and a little bit of spice that I was expecting. Initially it seems to kind of built up. <laughs> <laughs> Mark's microphone right, just fell apart. Still, but anyway, <laughs> uh, this eBay mic—they just fell apart here, sound man. 
Okay. Well, look at all the sediment. Give you a little give you a little rundown on the label. The label man is back. Folks. All right. Um, Corey saved the day. We yeah, wouldn't be able right. to do this without you got me Corey. going, right? Uh, I'll tell you, there's not much on this label. It's kind of black and green with a Leviathan on it. And I don't know why they named it Leviathan particularly, but they did. And um, here's what it says. And this is all it says. Inspired by the classic brewers of Bohemia, this big bow has a large color, light color, clean maltiness, and huge aromatic hop character. Yep, well, nice, we got nice all that. <laughs> Nostradavi, so they say here. I mean, that, I mean, that says a lot. I mean, they... That sums it up, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that really sums up this beer. I mean, we, we've drunk beers before. We're just like, what is the label talking about? You know, we're, we're not getting that. This one here, it's, uh, you know, I think it's right on the money. I mean, they accurately describe what you're going to taste in this beer. And they also say to serve this at 42 degrees, and I think we're probably pretty close to that. You're sure now that's 42 degrees? I do not have a simply beer thermometer yet. You know, it's amazing. Somebody forgot my birthday and didn't give me the thermometer they promised me. <laughs> we're driving around, you know, driving around Germany, and, and the big question is how do you change, uh, you know, Celsius into Fahrenheit? You know, ignorant people, I, I was wondering. Just, just buy a thermometer that has both on it. <laughs> that's how you change it. One would think. <clears throat> Peter, I have a question for you. Shoot. The, uh, you talk about a bready kind of a mouthfeel sometimes. Bready? Yeah, Does this bready. beer have that? A little bit, okay. yeah. Yeah, usually generally with a lot of very malty beers, just the amount of grains in there kind of give, sometimes makes the mouth feel like, you know, you're eating bread. Because that's what I notice if I haven't had a sip for a while. Is mm -hmm. that, that lingering sort of breadiness or thickness? Yeah. This beer does have quite a long aftertaste to it, I noticed. Not an um, unpleasant even, one, though, I don't think. It's no, not, it's, it's very pleasant. Completely pleasant. I, I don't think I've had a sip for probably a minute and a half now, and I can still taste the bitterness from the hops and, and the kind of dryness in my mouth now. I want another sip. I <laughs> really enjoyed this beer. Good call, Kevin. Uh, this is, when this came in, this was probably in the store maybe 10 minutes before I was like, got one already getting cold. <laughs> I saw that, I'm like, ooh, Bohemian Pills, 9%. That's right up my alley. It's, it's a hell of a beer. They, they shocked me. I get a little green tea kind of a smell here, too. This I think we're a, off to a good start. This is a good beer. This, Something good comes out of Boston. There you uh -oh. go. Oh. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Sorry. Wait, Windsor, Vermont. <laughs> this one came from Windsor. All right. Do you always bottle where you brew? Usually. Usually, right? Yeah, you don't want to be about moving transporting. Because then you'd it. have to have a lot of, you know, you'd have to either transport the fermentation tanks yeah, I mean, or have a big, long tube, <laughs> like an oil right, pipeline. Yeah. You've had a lot of experience with Brooklyn, right? Yeah. Especially recently now, a lot of it's brewed with FX Matt. It's been up in Utica for a yeah. long time. But any almost all the stuff that's coming out of cork tops... That's, is in Brooklyn. That's Brooklyn. And any of the special, like like the black ops that we had. Or yeah. What's the, what was that other one that just got? Well, that was a cork top as well. Yeah, it was cork top. Where's another weird one that they just... All right, like moving on to the, to the next one here. We're going to do the Rogue Morimoto Imperial Pills. Now, we did a Rogue beer a couple weeks ago um, when we did barley wines. Came mm. out of the same... These are the ceramic bottles. I'll let Mark talk about it in a minute. Okay. But, uh, you know, it's it's a... Substantial, substantial uh, beer. This looks, like, this looks like a, this looks like a get, like uh, an aluminum uh, lining. This looks no, like no, it's a, it's it's ceramic all the way through. All the way. Yeah. Well, this looks yeah. like a definite get laid kind of bottle, if you ask me. You know, yeah, you it's probably impress, pretty expensive. If you want to impress that, that, you know, if I were a professor in college, yeah, like if I were a professor in, uh, in a graduate school program or something, you know, and I had, uh, 
young woman who was interested in getting her PhD in you know psychology. Right. I would invite her over for a beer like this. You know, have it on the table. Yeah. Nice, beautiful ebony table. And little awesome. lights. Do a little mood. All right. <laughs> this would be a good beer for that. <laughs> At least well, we don't bottle. know. At least the bottle. At least the, bottle's the, bottle the bottle's kind of sexy. <laughs> oh, but, uh... is that beer? It comes in that kind of bottle? That's a really wow. sharply detailed I always knew scenario. I was interested more. I always knew I was interested in more sophisticated <laughs> older more man. like a recollection than that. <laughs> I don't know what you're reading at <laughs> night, Mark. But uh, well, I don't know. Uh, somehow I don't think it's. I've been away times. for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here we have from their signature series. This is their Imperial Pills. It's also a big beer, 74 IBUs. Um, what is it? Uh, it's probably about 9% alcohol is what it is. What does the bottle say? 8.8, .8, so yeah, pretty close to 9. Jeez, another big pills. Yeah. This one here has got a completely different aroma from the last one. So we're t comparing two Imperial Pills here. It's more orangey. Yeah, it has definitely mm. more orange flavor. It's also a bit more yeasty and, and bready. I have to ask a technical question here. Yes, sir. Is this an impurity in my in my beer, or is that in the glass, or what is it? Because carbonation's coming out of it. What the hell is that? I don't know. That must have fallen out of the... the uh... That was the roofie that I put here. <laughs> Are you trying to take advantage of me again? <laughs> that looks like a little piece of ceramic or something that came you just out can't, of it. You just can't wait to get to that white horse side. Wait know. to get I'm to that hit it. Just drink out of the other side and you hope for the best. Ceramic boy, you know? Just try not to swallow it. I would like to, to look at that when you're done with it, though, because uh, this is something, in all seriousness, that ceramic is known for. Ceramic is a very uh, tough material, but it chips very easily. It's very, very brittle. That's why uh, if you have a ceramic knife, for instance, it's usually very thick compared to a metal knife. So it's possible that ceramic chips, and if ceramic is chipping inside that bottle... Yeah, it's not a good thing. That's not a good it's thing. Not, it's not... No, because it is bottle is clean, anything, but... Your, your glass is clean. Mike, tell me what you think. It's like a bug. You think it's a bug? Uh, I can't really tell. I don't know what that is. What it's a glass? Yeah, you know what I think? Is, is there more... Be I, yeah, you know, yeah. Why don't you get a new glass? Yeah, I'll get rid of that and... Um, We'll examine. We'll put that under microscopic examination uh, a little bit later. But well, te well, technicians come in. There we go. We'll have to have the, yeah the CIS come in. I have some <laughs> friends in CIS. <laughs> oh, biopsy done on it. All right. So yeah. here, I mean, this beer is awesome. Last one we were looking at was really uh, you know clear what? and filtered. Mike, you're right. That's a bug. Right. It's a bug. That's a bug. All right. <laughs> so he's got a little bit more protein in his yeah. drink, all right? Well, let's keep that on the side for the time being. The Big Bohemian Pills from Harpoon. Very clear, very filtered beer. This one almost looks unfiltered. This is very hazy. I'm not sure I like this beer. I tell you, tell you something. For, for look appeal, this doesn't appeal to me. I don't know. There's no I, head I, on I, my... I, I kind of expect my Pilsners to be clear. I, I don't know yeah, why. I <laughs> Yeah, but, just but, to be filtered. I mean, it, they're lagering. The the so, I mean, you know, lagering kind of beer is, is a natural yeah, kind of purification, not purification, but filtering. Okay. Like, not very appealing. Well, I, I only looks yeah. like this because I've been swirling it for five minutes. I mean, but. just looking at it. Well, Peter, what do you think of the taste? I haven't tried it yet. You know, it does have a pretty... I, I want to say the head on this looks like um, pancake batter. Um, but, you know, it looks like a pancake when I cook... I gotta say something. The beer almost tastes flat to me. Also, what was the, no? I mean, I know I just tasted it, and it's, it's like I don't know. 
it's, it's something it's, funky going on here. I don't know what it is, Mr. Jones. <laughs> where's the carbonation? Where's the, uh, you know, where's the head? I'm oh, expecting this is big head and, and lots of carbonation. I can eat with that. I, I, I'm right with you. This thing is Tastes, way bitter. Is it supposed to be that bitter? There's no, it, it's it's bitter, but there's no, with malt. It, there's, there's no, there's no malt. There's no malt. There's no, there, there's no hop kind of floralness to this or anything that's going to kind of balance that bitterness. And so when you're building a big beer like this, you can't have something that's overpowering everything else. And the bitterness is just rocking this beer in, in a real negative I'm, way. I'm salivating to get the taste, the aftertaste out of my mouth. That's, I mean, Kevin, is this, is this representative of, of this beer? I've had this before and I don't remember if I liked it or not. It was like a couple of years ago and uh -huh. it was, uh, you know, and I'm, I'm kind of disappointed because not only does it say Rogue on it, but it also says Morimoto. Well, and you would think that between Rogue and Morimoto, you'd make a we've, really we've good quality good beer. Rogue beers, some really good Rogue beers. Well, I'll tell you, I, I thought, thought this was good a, Morimoto uh, food. I, <laughs> I thought this was going to be a get laid beer, but there's no happy ending, I don't think, to this beer. <laughs> well, I, 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 I'm with you on that one. This is, <laughs> if I might say. <laughs> there it goes there, right? At least, at least the bottle looks nice. The bo That's about the only thing I, I like about this beer. I don't like the aroma. I don't like the look of it. I don't like the taste of it. And I think my rating on this is way too generous, quite know. frankly. That like, looks like an expensive bottle of beer, too. You know, I was I was generous last time you guys were here with that, uh, what was that, the Bourbon County? Uh, oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. I shouldn't have rated that as high as I did. I'm looking back now. I'm like, that should have been like 12. <laughs> I'm still disappointed. Because it didn't meet County. your uh, expectations. Yeah. Oh, my God. You know, you, you build up to something. I wish it was complete blind what tasting. What was that Allagash that we had that was uh, the, 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 the bourbon-y? Uh, was it the black? Curio. Oh. oh. Yeah, it's their triple-aged and, and Jim Beam Jim barrels. Beam. That's a marvelous beer. All right. I, I say let's move on to the next one. This one's not even worth discussing anymore are there are there beer fans who who go for the super bitter beers like that w you know what everybody's got a different yeah. palate so you know what may seem obscenely bitter for us may be appealing to somebody else right you know it depends on i, I think a lot of the types of food that you eat that you're accustomed to eating um you know, you know the way your taste buds are can i can i uh, jump in real quickly uh I don't mean yes. to steal Mark's thunder here, but the, the bottle itself says, golden in color with a dry hop floral aroma and intense hop bitterness. Albeit, it goes on to say, supported by a big malty back base, which I, know, I didn't. Back, back, back uh, I, didn't I didn't get that. No, I didn't get it either. But you know, there there needed to be something to balance out that bitterness. And yeah. there, there wasn't anything there. I would and think so you Pilsner, just got bitter. I think a yeah. Pilsner should have some more carbon, more carbonation to it. Also. Yeah, it, does, it did seem a little bit light. It didn't kind of, you know, a highly carbonated beer tends to explode when you drink it. When it hits your tongue, it kind of, the effervescence just kind of expands. Um, this just didn't do that. All right, so enough of the Rogue. Sorry, right, Rogue. Let's go to hell now. You know, you do make some good beers, and oh, this one just isn't one of them. Rogue makes some very good beers. Yeah, that's just, you know, not one that let's meets, you know, our five hard. palates. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so anyways, we're moving on. So we did a, uh, a Boston beer, and this one was from Oregon. And now we're back to the East Coast and to Vermont uh, for a Maybach. 
This is Rock Arts Extreme Line. It is a Maybach. It comes in about 8% alcohol. Um, but it's not your daddy's Maybach. Now, Maybachs generally tend to be the lighter cousin, I guess, of Bach beers and double box. You know, coming in at 8%. Let me uh, actually top you guys off a little bit. No, I'm good. Because there's a lot of... I want the bottom. I want that sediment yeah, at the yeah. bottom. Yeah, there's a lot of... I mean, <laughs> this is a, a yeasty beer. So you need to get some of the... Uh, oh, my goodness. You need to get some of the goodness to really appreciate the yeah, flavor. Put a little bit yeah, yeasty, yeasty is, is understating it for from the nose. That's right. And, and, Did you and get more of it from the from the sediment? I think so. I think a little bit. Yeah, yeast adds give, a give uh, Corey that. Let me give Corey that last little bit wow. there. No, no, no. I'm, 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 I'm good. Go for it. Man. Oh, I'm taking it now. All right. So here we have uh, Rock Arts Hellbach. Got a great, great bouquet on this. Very, very pleasant. Yeah. Very pleasant. As, as most Bach beers are, they tend to be springtime. You know, they tended to be associated with kind of spring um, festivals, fasting, feasts, religious ceremonies, pagan ceremonies. So this one here, it does have a very strong aroma. Very hoppy. Not unpleasant at all. It's slightly, great, slightly fruity. And it's, got, it's a sweet, too. Yeah, like, um, sweetness. Like brown sugar, yeah, almost. Yeah, good. I was going to say honey, but brown sugar. Brown bit. sugar, yeah, maybe even molasses and... Molasses could be. Wow. That big, fairly big head on this too. Delicious. Thick. There's some good lacing nice, going on. Nice body. You know, and, and you know, as we were saying before, there's a tremendous amount of sediment and yeast on the bottom. So you probably imagine this is a bottle fermented beer. When we talk about my box being lighter versions of box or even lighter versions of Doppelbox. This beer looks like it's gonna be kind of substantial. When you taste it, it's actually really light, kind of refreshing and sweet, at, all at the same time without really, you know, you smell it, you know, a strong, malty, sweet aroma. Nice beer. But it sits nicely on the, on the back of your tongue. It just kind of hangs out of the back of your tongue. It's so nicely balanced. This is just a delicious beer. Because it's got a almost a, a slightly a little slight sourness to it, very yeah. slight. It does, yeah. But nothing, you know, nothing unpleasant. I would call it tart. Yeah, good. But not, not necessarily. You're sour. hitting. You're when, hitting the words. I'm when, just when, off when, a little bit. But when, when, I, when you say sour in a beer, I expect something yeah, like um, okay. a, a Berliner Weiss. You know, it's going to be, you know, smack you in the face. Tart, tart is you a know, better word. Pucker, kind of. This is tart, and it's not. It's not a bad flavor in this beer. It's really, it's really balanced. Can I tell you something? This reminds me of some of the beers that you brew. This is, this is a beer right up your alley. Do you, do you accept that compliment or do you reject it? Uh, I would accept that compliment. I, yeah. I've never brewed a lager, but <laughs> I is, mean, this sounds like a good one to start with. This, this, yeah. is, this is great because you almost taste every component in it. Mm -hmm. You can taste mm -hmm. the malt, you can taste the yeast, you can taste the hops. You know, water's the only thing that's, that you can't really taste. But it all comes together yeah. nicely. Then that, that, that green mountain, I that green mountain water. I wonder what the tartness is coming from in this beer. Well, let's look at the label and see. Maybe they'll tell us on there. Extreme. This ain't for no mama's boy or daddy's girl. So there you go. go. Okay. <laughs> A big bar. I don't know if I agree with that particularly, but I mean, <clears throat> daddy's girl could 
certainly have this. Well, there's there's three daddies. Uh, there's three a big girl, box girl with twice the hops. Okay, we felt that the loggers are being left out of the new revolution. So try I, this I think one. that's probably a pretty fair statement. This spring, break out a bottle or three on that first sunny, warm spring day when you get that itch. Mm -hmm. Make sure to grill some bratwurst and heck, throw on some sauerkraut for good measure. Use a good, fresh Portuguese roll and warm it on the grill as well. Serve with the green tomato pickle and wedges of a good... I say tomato, by the way. You know, sounds a little more classy than saying tomato. Pickle and wedges of a goat cheese. The lager should be chilled in the snow, of course. Of course. Interesting. Of How course. do you chill it in the snow if it's spring? Uh, it's Vermont. Well, Vermont. It's Vermont. Yeah. I takes, think so. It takes a little longer. If we, if we were in Sea Caucus, I don't think it quite would work. But yeah. anyway, Rock Art. Nice. Brewery Halsbach. And that's what it says. I, I wonder if that, that, that so, bit of tartness was actually intended in the beer. You know, because sometimes you can get a tartness just by the brewing process, mm -hmm. which is not necessarily an intended flavor, but sometimes works. You know, and and I it, this is kind of one of those tartnesses that I, I ne wouldn't necessarily expect in a beer like this, and I think it might be from the brewing process, but yet I I, I don't actually mind it. I, I kind of enjoy that tartness. It makes this beer a bit more refreshing. I'm with you. You know, with all the sweetness mm -hmm. and and the bitterness. We're gonna need another, another glass. I'm gonna have to come back for this one. <laughs> Save that for dessert. The Santa Claus, the Sam, something's wrong with that Santa Claus. I'm coming back to this. That's uh, I'm, I'm really looking for that Santa Claus. Uh, I'm a 2007. Well, it was nice to get back on track after uh, that disappointment from Rogue. Uh, that's that's uh, a good, I said a real surprise from Rogue. Yeah, to, to have that, something, that was to have something like that. I mean, I've had it before. I don't remember it being like that. Yeah, their barley wine was delicious. That I had their old crustacean. Oh, that that's a, that's delicious. All yeah. the whole line is delicious. Their, their chocolate stout was. Uh, <clears throat> was imperial else. red and imperial IPA. All right, well, Kevin, let me ask you this then: um, Is it possible that the imperial pilsner was meant to be an export item rather than domestic? I've had a couple of the ones that are meant to be export, yeah. like the buckwheat and the red. I think it's red fox. There's a couple different ones, and. Uh, <clears throat> This one I think is meant for our market. Okay. There's there's two chocolate stouts, and there's one that's meant to go over to Japan. And there's one that's meant for us. Okay. And the ones that are also are supposed to go to Japan, they're twelve ounce bottles. They usually end up at Morimoto's restaurants. Ah, okay. So sometimes a liquor store might get lucky and accidentally get a case of these bottles show up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And maybe he was telling it to, to, to Morimoto's. Uh, you know, maybe maybe this the chef was you know coming back to him and saying, look, you know. Uh, it's not marrying well with the. Uh, I don't know for such a, a widely distributed beer. I don't no, sure. think so. Uh, no. All right, next up, this is I think the first cork top I've seen from Left Hand. I don't think I've ever seen one of their beers in a cork top before. Or seven or seven fifty. <laughs> or seven fifty. Yeah, I guess so. Why Left Hand? That's the name of the brewery because it's the name uh, of the brewery. Well, I know that, but but why is it left? That's really funny though. You take their their uh, logo and you turn it around, and it's right hand. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's there's a story behind that. They took uh, they named their brewery after an Indian chief whose name translates to left hand. I can't pronounce his name. 
was Left Eye Lopez, right? From uh, <laughs> well, Salt and Pepper? Was it? Uh, how about an right. Indian? What about translating an Indian name for both hands? Both hands? Yeah. Right. All right. So up next, we have the left hand Rybach Lager. So this here is a Doppelbach. Oh, sorry. We had a collision. All right. Okay. No injuries. Okay, we can move on. No need to call OSHA. Sounded, sounded worse than it, than it really was. Oh, oh, ooh. Ooh. At least the one that didn't hit A little bit of gun smoke there. That's cool. Always works for me. So this is a Doppelbach, but it's actually brewed, I'm not sure the percentage, um, but with rye, rye malt. So we, we drank Doppelbachs a while back, and uh, they were all pretty big. They're very malty, should be pretty smooth. Looks good, smells good. So far, we're off to a start. This one here is 7.6%. Uh, nice dark. So color. it's actually probably on the lighter side of Doppelbox. Where, as far as the alcohol. Where do they goes. hail from? Colorado? Left Hand Brewing yeah, is in more, Colorado, Longmore, I believe. Colorado? Yeah, Longmore, Colorado. <coughs> so this is was just released, this lager. It just came out uh, probably this month, and it's only in. I think uh, the 10 or 12 states. So if you're listening outside of Colorado, Arizona, Florida, Georgia, Illinois, <clears> Kansas, <throat> Ohio, New Jersey, North Carolina, and a couple other places, uh, you're not going to be able to find this. Or gain, you're lost. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's uh, 25 IBUs, so there really should be no hot presence here. It should be all malt. Very thick. It's yeah. all uh, I mean, good lacing. It is. Boy, it's a lot of... Bubblicious. Very, very strong aroma. A lot of alcohol in the aroma. For 7%, I'm kind of surprised, or 7.5%, I'm kind of surprised the amount of alcohol in the nose. We definitely get that that caramel. My, my initial reaction to this is a little deceptive. I, I thought there would be a little bit more, mm, a little bit more to it. It seems slightly on the thin side to me. You know what? That, so because yeah. of all the carbonation? No, I'm not sure why. It just—it seems like there's something. It's, it has a heavy nose, there. and you're kind of expecting a heavy beer to go with it, but it's kind of—it's uh, lighter mouthfeel. It's a little yeah. bit thinner, and, and it's a lot more carbonated too. I don't know if I'm tasting the rye. <clears throat> I'm just getting a lot of malt. It's a lot of yeah. malt. It, it must not have put. I mean, maybe it's like twenty percent rye or something. I don't like, know. It's like you hopheads have your beer. This is from anybody want a malt bomb. This is this is it for the malt monk. All right. Well, let's take it. It does a look have at. a bit of that tang though, from that you get in a lot of rye beers. Here's what it says. Uh, thanks for purchasing another offering in our Big Mo series. Our rye bock is a pleasant departure from traditional box and rye beer. So. They're saying it's a departure, first of all. The use of malted rye in beer finds its origins in Bavaria, which I was just visiting, oh, no. uh, visited in the past two weeks. We, were, uh, we here at Left Hand use a bottom fermenting lager yeast paired with the hop profile of classic German box. Our rye bock gets a wonderful tangy spiciness from the rye, which I don't know. Getting a lot of tangy spiciness there? I, I get that's, it. That's a I'm searching Accompanied for Accompanied by dried <laughs> it's, it's, cherry it's, it's, aroma in the nose. Uh, see, I, I get the dried cherry. That mm. was the It is a beer of great flavor with a long, savory finish. The image of the goat has trained blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to address it. I don't need to know, you know about I'm the goat. I'm expecting no <clears> spice because <throat> I'm used to drinking like a rye whiskey. 
And when you compare a rye whiskey to like a, a bourbon, it's just rye just has a lot of spiciness to it. It always tastes hot. And this, it does. This beer is a little bit hot, but uh, I don't think it's from the rye. Yeah, it's, this it's, one here it's got a little tangy, which is mm. from the rye. I, I like this. It's it's it's, it's 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 not a typical Doppelbach. No, I mean, I wouldn't no. go and compare this to, you know, the Celebrator, or, or <laughs> you know, any of those. I mean, I think you're you're gonna put yourself in the wrong place if you're gonna mm-hmm. try to compare this to those. There's um, there's not much I would compare to the Celebrator. Right, and, that and a, you know that that one is beer. a staple. You know, but with that said, I mean, this is a, it's a good beer. It's a good, definitely a good spring beer. My opinion. I think it, I think we're looking. I was looking for a little bit more. A little bit more. Yeah. Because of the rye descriptor, you were expecting the. I don't know. It just seemed. It just. It's. It. I'll, when I get to my comments later on. I'll All right. I, I agree with you on that. I was expecting a lot more. Yeah. A lot more spice. It's called a Rybach. You do have a sweet. The name sets you up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Bach rye. <laughs> Different story, right? It wasn't Mr. Rogers Bach. It was a Rybach. You want the label? Great label. I love this label. <laughs> it just came right off. <laughs> I love this label. All right, we're moving on. I just handed Mark the label from uh, the uh, Pincus Ubalat. Ubalate. Ubalata. 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 Right, we're not even going to say the name. Special Reserve. <coughs> it's dark a, lager. It's a Pincus dark lager. It's organic, too, like every other beer on the market. It's going to, I think this might be an interesting beer. Hmm. I've I sniffed the nose a little bit, but this is actually aged in barrels, not necessarily. It's not aged in coffee pots. It's not aged. <laughs> it's not aged in Starbucks. <laughs> no, so, no Kentucky breakfast out here, huh? I, I actually saw this reviewed on Simply Coffee already. Uh. So I mean, if you smell, everybody's laughing um, over the aroma of this beer, and quite frankly, I'm not getting coffee. No, I'm getting old wood. Old wood. Old oak. No, I don't Very I, old wood. Um, I'll disagree with you on that. It's, 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 it's kind of earthy and... Take a sip. I, I, I'm saying on the nose, it's not a coffee aroma to me. The nose has nothing to do with the sip. Well, I haven't had a sip yet. I'm, I'm still analyzing the, the beer. We Let me analyze my thing. beer. It's like 53 <laughs> minutes. We have seven beers left. Cut to the chase. <laughs> Semaclus is seven beers in one. Yeah. <laughs> If you take a sip, you'll understand why I'm... So, I'm all right. Well, let me describe my beer first. I go through my process. Oh. I have a process. You're gonna, I, okay. Oh, my God. I don't tell you how to do the sound. Yes, you do. A. And B, <laughs> I'm saving you a lot of edit time. All right. So, this is a, a murky... I think that's the best way to describe this. Because it's, it's kind of brown and, and, and muddy looking <clears throat> beer. With it's, it's kind of a fairly thin head. I mean, although there is a lot of foam left in the bottle here, so maybe in a different glass it might hold the head together a little bit better. But, uh, you know, the aroma is kind of on the weird side. I'm dragging this out for you. The aroma is leagues. No, I'm going to say something ahead. I'm so on, I'm so on the fence about this one. I, I, I'm actually kind of enjoying the flavor of this beer. It's, really? It's, it's a bit sour. Yeah. Um, it's, it's different from what the nose, the nose gives you one yeah. thing and the, the mouth gives you something else. You know, it's a bit sour. It, it's kind of got like the, like, I'm like a, I don't know if it's even possible, but soured raisins. This almost doesn't taste enough it's like very beer thin. to me, if I can say. 
I don't know if that sounds like strange. The first sip was good. Now the second sip is not as good. It's it's sour. It's um, I'm, getting, I'm getting a malty finish as opposed to like drinking something else. You get the malt first and the hops last. I'm getting sour followed by malt. The way um, the they describe feels. this beer as um, it's cold stored in their cellars uh, in reusable barrels. And they describe it as a mild, finely spiced beer. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't really get Dunkel out of this beer. <laughs> um, it, it It's really kind of sour, and it's kind of not... Well, well I, I like the first sip. The second sip, what isn't good? The third sip is even less... It's not particularly uh, pleasant. No. And in, in, in this beer, I tell you, if it just goes a few degrees warmer, I think it would be really worse than it is now. In this my is, opinion. This is, <laughs> if I can say. I've got another cold one up there if you want to have it ice cold. <laughs> I don't Try know. That. I don't know. I mean, I, I remember sampling this before we brought it in. Yeah. And we were like, oh, this is this is interesting, but it was a lot, probably a lot colder. You know, like I said, right now I'm really on the fence about it because that the nose gives me, you know, coffee, butter, toffee, yeah. all kinds of crazy stuff. The mouth gives me like a Belgian kind of like sour and mm -hmm. like a Berliner Weiss. Yeah. And then you get down, then you get down to the malty finish, but the light mouth feels what really throws me off is that it's so dark and yeah. it says mm, yeah. dunkel. I'm expecting big, bigger, bold. at least bigger. Having some, having some, no. I drank cojones. A, uh, cojones, exactly. <laughs> <clears throat> I, I had a different word. It tastes yeah. like water. It tastes like sour water. Too. It's 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 very very thin. I mean, there's no. That's what I said it doesn't taste like beer. No, there's no <laughs> mouthfeel to it. Whatever you know, whatever barrels they aged it in, they call them reusable barrels. I, I think they used the barrels a few too many times. They robbed. I feel be like they robbed the beer. They stole from the beer. The beer should yeah, be because to me, I, you know. I can kind of get a sense of that coffee toffee, but to me, it really smells like wet wood. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Can a barrel leach flavor out of a beer? Sure. Yeah. It can give back. It can, whatever it gives back, it can take just as much. That's interesting. You know, some yeah. of those, that might have been our case with that, with that beer a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. It might have just, bourbon barrel might have gave back something that, you know, to yeah. me, I, refer, uh, I referred to as dog food, but I, I, I mean, not mentioning names anymore. I, I'm almost finished the. Uh, <laughs> I'm almost finished this one, and I can't even drink it anymore. It went from kind of an interesting, kind of unique flavor to just being undrinkable. What did I tell you? When do you start trusting your Uncle Corey? Because <laughs> you, were, you were all set to give it this long buildup. Yeah, it's because you kept egging me on. So, of course, I had to draw it out. <laughs> I had to clear my palate out. That's just... Yeah. Could, it, could that have been off? When, Let's pop around a bottle, find out. We've got two. So I Okay, here we go. Take two. Okay. Take two. We're gonna retry this beer out of another bottle. Maybe the bad the other one had a bad seal on the top or whatever it was, it doesn't taste like a, a dunkel. Serving temperature too high, I hope. I hope that was the excuse. Yeah, there we go. We were idiots and left it out too long. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll take a cold one. Santa Claus. Santa Claus is debatable. That's such a big this doesn't say anything on the label to, to tell you anything, so. I'm surprised this Pincus, I've had some great beers from them. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, Christ, it's worse than the last one. Oh, man. The coldness accentuated. <laughs> oh. The nose is still there. I'm glad the nose oh, sticks out. Oh, my God. That 
Just for the uh, the audience, uh, Peter looked oh. like he was about to fall off his chair. <laughs> Kevin, that's yeah. Don't, don't drink it. Don't drink it. I'm not even gonna finish it. I I want to go get a tetanus it's, shot. It's, it's like a skunk just climbed onto the table and sprayed you guys. We should have started with this beer. Oh, so that all the others would be so much better. Oh my god. I don't, I don't yeah, get the I don't working. get the sour. I really don't get the sour. <laughs> What kind of barrels are they putting the beer in? Maybe they're maybe they're also doing laundry in some of these barrels. It tastes like it tastes like laundry water, dish water. You know, you know what's scary? Exactly. Yeah. You know what scares me? Maybe these are the barrels that. Whew. All right. After that, why do you keep drinking it? I don't know. I don't know. <clears throat> and boy, to add insult to injury, this label is a uh, Charles Finkel design. One of my heroes. Oh, oh boy. So many things just went down the tubes with that. <laughs> yeah, some of that water. <laughs> Swirling some like pretzels or something. Let's 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 hope we finish up with a uh, yeah. Do we wait till uh, we got the the Santa Claus uh, next? Wait till wait till Oktoberfest rolls around. Awesome, well, some bratwurst <laughs> with the beers. And just for the record, Peter just rinsed his mouth out with water. You just like that beer so much. Oh, uh, I. I'm going on record. It was bad. And saying on record. Wait, oh, wait. I, on I, record. I, 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 I think this, that was probably the worst beer I've ever had in my life. No, I take that back. Second worst beer I've ever what had. What was the worst beer? <laughs> that Japanese beer. That we had. <laughs> Whatever no, that was. no, no. Um, some guy's homebrew. Oh, okay. He left the, his grains and they burned in the kettle. Oh. And uh, it tasted like drinking an ashtray. <clears throat> so we got the uh, Santa Claus next. I'm really excited to drink this one. This is a monstrous beer. Uh, it is 14% alcohol. Wow. They only brew it once a year, and they brew it on December 6th. And no, Mark, I don't know why they chose December 6th. There's probably some reason. Probably first day of Hanukkah. <laughs> <laughs> then it's aged for 10 months before bottling. So they take a fermenter, basically, and tie it up for almost a year. Wow. That's pretty expensive. Probably takes them two months to clean it out. That's why they make it once a year. <laughs> they, they, they claim to be one of the rarest specialty beers in the world. Basically, the 2007 version, which is what we'd be sampling tonight. Thank you, Kevin. Oh, you're welcome. Um, is the first bottling since 1986. Wow. You, you know why there was such a lapse, by any chance? Do you have any sense of that? <sighs> no, maybe the uh, you know Iran-Contra scandal or... Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. now, you, now, you, now you're perfect, pal. <laughs> you know, uh, when you guys give me the, you know, you're like, go ahead, come up with something for a for a podcast. I have, I have a blast. Actually, I've got like your next twenty podcasts already lined up. Wow, I love to hear that. Nice flip top <laughs> bottle. So this is uh, the uh, Egenberg Castle Brewery. Egenberg. Egenberg. So this is this is technically a Doppelbach. Hmm. Yeah, Hellas, Hellas means pale. So, we have a, a pale Doppelbach. Mmm. That's very sweet. Yeah, that's really interesting. That's the aroma, it has kind of almost like, um, um, it kind of has a, a rum nose to it. Yeah. Yes. You know. Good, good call. Very good call. Molasses. Yeah, definitely get the, the molasses. Cane fruity. Cane sugar. Sugarish, yeah. And alcohol. I mean, there's and <laughs> there's and, a lot and, of it. And alcohol. Yeah, I mean, it's fourteen percent. It's like a port. There, there's no hiding this. This is it. We're, We're done. done. 
I've had the regular Sam Claus beer plenty of times, but this wow. is my first time with the Hellas. That's amazingly smooth. Now, For all that alcohol. I, I, made, I made the comment on, on the other one that they said, is this really beer? It didn't even taste like yeah. beer. This, this is almost beyond beer. It almost leans into, into like a... It's very sweet, very fruity. Yes. It's I wouldn't syrupy. disagree with syrupy. it. If you swirl it, it, it actually has legs instead of lacing. I mean, for high alcohol beer, you don't expect too much in the way of head retention. Um, but here, <coughs> you swirl it in your glass, you're going to see it have a lot of legs. It's running down the glass here. This is this is probably one of the most enjoyable. Uh, it's delicious. Like, finish your night kind of a thing. Yeah. This oh, is, yeah. This is oh, definitely yeah. like I'm not an to after dinner I'm, drink. I'm ordering, yeah. I'm ordering this instead of the, uh, the Taylor Fladgate or in the Brandy Snifter. Like a big old... This is fishbowl brandy stuff. I, I like this. Maybe like um, who is it? Do do uh, Duval. There you Makes go. the glass. It's really wide and then flares out. Yeah. That's almost perfect for this because then it distributes it across your tongue. This is this is very enjoyable. Oh wow! I, I'm so glad we didn't have the other ones after that pinkus because I don't know if I could have gotten that flavor out of my mouth with some of those pilsners. Um, but this one. It, yeah, I don't think you could put much up in front of this and have that flavor kind of override the spirits. It's very sweet. It's very mm. viscous. This had to be the last one. There's no way you could have anything before this. I'm trying to pick out all the notes. I mean, it's like butterscotch, raisin, rum. It's very rummy. Molasses. I mean, there's just a lot of flavors in this beer. You know, this comes in a, in a big giant 750 bottle um you don't i mean for this beer I, I, you would want to share this i with think people. kevin's right i think you have this after the meal as almost you a know, dessert you split this with six yeah. six to eight people really i mean yeah you yeah. split this with eight people it's it's like it's like um it's like uh chateau de cam like yeah. a yep. like a soft turn or a port you have these little <laughs> glasses right because nobody can really drink too much of the sweets the sweet you stuff know, the alcohol content in a port is so high you know, four, five, six ounces of this is, you know, maybe even, not even four, but, you know, four ounces. But as, as flavorless as the last beer was, that's how flavorful this beer is. Oh, yeah. It's almost like just concentrated this, flavor. Th that it's last beer had a lot of flavor. It wasn't did it? good flavor. It, it, it tastes like, like, like a wrong flavor. Yeah. Yeah. It's sour water to me, but this, this, is, it, this is almost like beer concentrate. Like add carbonated water to this to make beer. It's so concentrated in this flavor. Really delicious. This is, it's highfalutin. Thank you for See, providing it. I think we're ready to wrap up here. Now we've uh, tasted everything. Okay. So uh, Kevin, as our guest tonight, why don't you uh, start first? All right. Well, we'll start with the harpoon. Why don't you start from your worst to your favorite? I oh, got my worst. Yeah. Well, oh, God. I think that was pretty we're, obvious. We're this is way up. <laughs> Pincus. Poor, poor Pincus. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they really let me down. Um, I did enjoy the nose. I thought the nose was great. Um, the, the taste, just the mouthfeel was wrong. I mean, you got a dark beer. I'm expecting some kind of a body. I wasn't getting any kind of a body at all. Um, it was sour up front. The finish had a little bit of malt, but that's it. 72. Whoa. Wow. And that's got to be think... one of the lowest scores in the, uh, in the 22... Uh podcast we've done i think that's yeah. i think that's generous 72 okay wow <laughs> i think so too <laughs> actually you should see what i wrote after but we're not going to say that on a 
on the microphone here. <laughs> yeah. All right, so what was your next one here? Oh, yeah, right, okay. Next one, well, obviously, it's going to be Rogue, the Morimoto Imperial Pills. I, I, I did enjoy the nose for a little bit, but for, for a Pills, I thought, really, where's your carbonation? You're, you're missing out on it. I was disappointed on that. Otherwise, that, that bitterness, I, I couldn't get over it because I was expecting, I don't know what kind of hops they were using. And you know, I, at this point, I don't even want to know. I'm going to go with an 82 for them. But this gets, this gets fun because the next time they're so lumped together. <laughs> uh, the left-hand Rybach, carbonation was like right on it. it. For having a cork in it, I was really surprised that it stayed that, that carbonated. Um, it, it was so malty up front. Coffee, toffee. The spice got you initially on the sip. It had a very smooth finish. I, I really couldn't think find anything I really didn't like about it. Except for the fact it says rye. Maybe I was expecting more spice. But it is a 90, it's a 90 point beer. It's a, it holds strong at 90. I feel bad giving the score to Harpoon. But that mm -hmm. Leviathan Big Bohemian Pills is just, just awesome. It's it's a dry it's dry it's refreshing it makes you want to take another sip. It's a, it's clear it's so full bodied for a pills it's like it's amazing. The honey and the citrus that that lingering pleasant aftertaste, not too hoppy, but just the right amount just so balanced. Ninety two. Next one is the Rock Art Hellsbach. Now it says it says a hell it's supposed to be you know pale, a hellas. It's a little cloudy, but yeast. I just want to scream yeast. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I just want to like, just yell it out, yeast. Sourdough bread, brown sugar, very florally from the hops. I mean, that nose, I still have some in front of me of the saving, but it gets better as it gets warmer. Yeah, I do too. I got the bottle. <laughs> I got, that's, that's the, that's the right <clears throat> box. I got the Hell's box. Uh -huh. Ah, bastard! So take, a, take a whiff. This is still, still, still gets good. <clears throat> I mean, all the components of this beer are present. You know, you you got the malt when you expect the malt. You've got the yeast when you expect the yeast, and it finishes with the hops. And I think whatever what did it say 70, 75 or seventy six IBUs. I think that's deceiving because it doesn't really taste like it's that much. But <clears throat> it's just so balanced. That's must be all the malt in there. Yeah, it's a great it's a great Bach. A great American Bach, 93 points. Now, obviously, we know the last one we've got is a Santa Claus. The 2007 Hellas. It's very smooth. Very smooth. I mean, it, it, the nose is grapey. You know, the liquor, liqueur. Almost, almost a little bit of port, but not much. A little bit of raisin, but not much. Lots of honey. I, mean, I still have some here, and I, st I still love it. The highest rating I'll ever give anything. This is 98 points. Wow, Whoa, 98 points. This, I mean, it was it was better than I expected it to be. Is that the highest uh, score? In no. no, no, no. Uh, Terry Gatto, she was doing. Uh, she did one at a 99. Really? Yes. Mm -hmm. She's not really a uh, certified. <laughs> A certified beer. beer. <laughs> I mean, Let's not get well, into that. Well, you want to know It's like me giving Polliner Salvatore 102. You know, it's not really accepted in the uh, rule books. All right. Very good. All right. Thanks, good Kevin. How about you, Mark? Okay, I'm ready to roll. Yep. 
Pink ass. Pink ass. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> uh, I don't know. You know, what else can I... For me, this, this really misses the mark. Like, I thought to myself, is this beer or flavored water of some kind? And not particularly pleasantly flavored water either. A really big ugh for me. I rated it 83 only because they took the trouble to bottle the thing and put it on my heart. <laughs> you were generous. I, no, I know. Must have been I know. a nice label. Like, no, I mean, I get points for like doing some stuff, you know, like you put it out and you, you send it, it, it overseas. It got to the United States. It got to the United States. So, you know, I figured, hell, that's worth a few points. Okay. My next. Uh, After my missing next... A, a week of podcasts, I guess you're feeling kind of generous tonight. Well, you know, I don't know. Uh, my next, my next one up is the Rogue Morimoto. This with me was like a huge disappointment. A great-looking work of art, sexy bottle. Hey, I have to say it. I thought yeah. it's a cool bottle. I would pick it up and look at it and say, "Wow, this is." This yeah, that's is really one cool. of these bottles you buy because of the bottle, not even caring what's I inside know. of it. But I got to tell you, man, the beer seemed like Elvis on velour. Like way off the mark, uh, you know. What were they thinking? But you find here? Elvis on velour sexy? No, not at all. No, I don't. The bottle is sexy, but you know, it'd be like getting this great, great thing, and, and all of a sudden you open it up, and it's, it's this phony crap going on. Anyway, uh, gave it an eighty-five. Gave it an eighty-five. All right. Next up on my on my list here is the left-hand Rybach Lager. To me, it seemed a little thin at first, and I couldn't get over that. It built up a little after a few sips, but I was still looking for a little bit more on that. To me, I think it needs some tweaking in the spices, which I think Kevin co commented on. Uh, you know, ratchet up the spices a little bit. We might have something going on here. A little disappointing. I rated it an 89. Okay, next up we have the Harpoon Leviathan Big Bohemian Pills. Uh, great taste, pleasant. That was a great movie voice, by the way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he should be. He should be like announcing, you know, Harpoon Leviathan. In a world, Bohemian Pills, great at R. Opening at 400 theaters in a neighborhood near you. Nice taste, pleasantly dry, big full brew, suitable for an adventuresome palate, but. I still thought it was uh, also good for a newbie looking for some lascivious pilsner. I thought it worked. Uh, give it a shot. I, I thought it was a great beer. Um, worked really well. Gave it a 91. Mm. Okay. Uh, let's see. Where am I here? Next up, Rock Art Hell's Bach. From a low, which was the Morimoto, to a high, this one is a keeper. Hell, in fact, this is one damn good beer. <laughs> each, you know, each unique flavor, and, and as Kevin pointed out when he was drinking the beer, you can you can identify the different notes in the beer, and and but they all combine together to please the palate. Good beer, great effort, ninety-two. And lastly, I think not a big surprise here, the uh, Sammy Claus Hellas, off the charts. You know, like, how do you rate some of this stuff off the charts? Uh, in a sense, this is like, to me, beyond beer. It had some unexpected sweetness, great smoothness. Uh, an excellent holiday beer for, you know, drinking by the fireplace. A little chill. Yeah. Get a sweater on. Put your arm around your girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever. Oh, yeah. Sip this. 
a great beer for the modern cosmopolitan couple. You're transgender. I, if you're transgender, you're GBL. Yeah, put your arm around your girlfriend, your boyfriend, uh, your livestock. Don't want to leave anybody out of here. All right. But lest we forget. Your boyfriend and girlfriend are the same thing. Lest we forget easy, the, easy. the all-important rating, I give it a 95. Uh, I could have inched wow. a little higher on this. I thought you would have gone a little higher on this. You know, I don't know. Actually. You know, it's 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 not the. I don't know. I gave it a ninety-five. I could have inched a little higher on it, but I think ninety-five is still a All right, score. cool. Thanks, Mark. All right, so uh, all right, so my ratings I, I think match everybody else's. So you guys all rated the beers in the same order, but I, I want to give my scores. And going to my lowest ever recorded score, <laughs> pink ash. <laughs> a 30. 30? 30? 30. Oh, I was really generous. I, Would you give it 85? 72. No, I, gave it, I gave it an 83, which to me is just I, I give this way down in the swamps. 30, that's, that's a failing grade. I mean, 30 is, yeah. And, and the reason why was the second bottle we had was far worse than the first one we had. <laughs> that, was, that was at the proper service. And, and I literally almost spit the beer out. You did a spit take. Almost did a spit take. I, I almost felt like dry heaping he poured, he poured directly out. Um, this beer was sour. There was nothing closely resembling any kind of tunkle there. It tasted like wet wood. You know, it, it, all right, enough said. It was I a horrible dunkle, beer. There was no dunkle. Yes. The dunkle was dunkleless. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So, anyways, moving on. Um, next was the Rogue Morimoto Imperial Pills, which I gave a 75. Wow. I feel that I was completely let down by that beer. Badly balanced. Nothing really about this beer reminded me of a Pilsner, except for kind of some of the aromas of it. And even that was a little bit off centered. Mm. But aside from being off-centered, I can deal with off-centered. But the the this over bitterness, I, I I found it almost undrinkable as well. I just did not like um, the the bitterness bordering on the burnt on this beer. Even though I know they say on their label no. they want it to be super bitter no, no, and, I, and so forth. I'd hate to interrupt you, but I just realized in the back of this it says four ingredients: French Pilsner malt. All right. Okay. Sterling hops, free range coastal water, which I have no idea what that means. Free range? So, right. so was it walk around? It was it was it was it walk around a field? You know, free range. I think of a chicken or a, or a cow being free range. I don't know about water. And Czech Pilsner yeast. So the only thing they got right on that apparently is the Czech Pilsner yeast. Yeah, I I don't know um, the Sterling hops. I, I I I'm not getting it with this beer, but. Uh, you know, maybe that's just me. Anyways, my rating, my opinion. All right, those two were by far, I was going to say bad beers, quite frankly. I didn't like them. Now one of them thankfully, really, one of them's really expensive. Thankfully, the other four I, I've enjoyed. So now moving on to the good series of beers. Um, at a 90, I gave the uh, left-hand Rybach Lager. Um, I enjoyed the good flavors, the, the tang from the rye, um, the sweetness, the malt. I thought it worked pretty well together. After that, the uh, Bohemian Pills from Harpoon. I gave it a 91. Enjoyed it. Would probably consider buying it again. Malty, hoppy, dry. Um, I, I think if we had it in a, 
and a Pilsen glass, it'd have a pretty big, substantial head to it. I liked it. After that, Rock Art Hellsbach. I gave it a 92. Um, well balanced, like a box should be. Uh, malty, a little bit of sweet. There was some tartness in there, which I didn't expect. And, and as I said before, it, it might be something in the brewing process for this beer. Um, you don't really expect that tartness in a bock, but it actually worked for me in this beer, and, and I did enjoy it. Uh, so I gave it a 92. And I think that wraps up the winner. My favorite, your favorite, everyone's favorite tonight, the Santa Claus, the big one. Uh, I wrote down awesome. <laughs> you know, it was an awesome beer. Full, complex, tons of flavors. I like the, the rum and the raisins and the honey and the sweetness and the, and the, the alcohol. It, it just really worked all together. And that one, I gave a 97. 97. Yep. Good beer, bro. Very good one. Very Thank good. you, Kevin and Mike, for Thank the liquor you, outlet. Good, good grouping here. If you guys are uh, listening, ever need good beer, place to go is the liquor outlet in Boot, New Jersey. <laughs> I mean, I, since I've been here last time, you guys have actually knocked out that non-alcoholic crap. I told, and, uh, I told you I was coming. And, and, and I told you. spilt into there. So you probably got a little bit more than the 700 beers that you had. Uh, Corey. Thank you. Once again, thank you for the sound. If it wasn't for you, we wouldn't be able to record this. <laughs> and uh, Mark, as always, welcome back. We missed you last week. Thank you. All right, so if you uh, listen to Simply Beer, you can follow us on Facebook. You can also follow us on Twitter. Username is Simply Beer. Uh, I add content all the time now, more than three or four times a week. We got a couple of interesting nice. events coming up that I'm still trying to flush out the details on. But uh, as we uh, get everything finalized, I'll be sure to let everybody know. So uh, I'm Peter Kennedy, brewer and creator of Simply Beer, saying goodnight and may your pint always be full. I'll be back tomorrow night and drink some more. I don't care what the people are thinking. I ain't drunk. I'm just drinking. But you're so oh no, you the one drunk. Look at your eyes, man. But you're so don't you tell my old lady now. Well, I ain't had but, but you're so four, five, six, seven. Five.